www.disneytimepodcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Disney Time Podcast. I'm your host, Micah, and joining me today are my co-host, Nelson. Hello. And Rissa. Hello. Hey, guys. How's it going today? Pretty good. Doing all right, thanks. How about you? I'm doing all right. Nice. So, yeah, we're we're getting closer and closer to our uh, Disney World trip. Oh, gosh. Don't remind <laughs> me. <laughs> so, yeah, it's... um approaching november so uh you guys excited looking forward to it yeah of course yeah yeah it's first hard time to, it's hard to not think about it <laughs> yeah right it's like you know you you get your mind set on it now basically yep another full week of disney yeah exactly exactly all right so um on today's episode we are gonna talk about our perfect day at Disneyland Resort. So that includes Disneyland, Downtown Disney, and Disney California Adventure. All right. So you guys had time to, to think about this? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's kind of hard to really narrow down what you what really, really like to do. But um, mm-hmm. definitely, if it were the absolute perfect day, yeah, I have some ideas. You have some ideas too, Rissa? Yeah, a bit. Cool, cool. So, uh, this, you know, Disneyland Resort, including all all the things that go with it, you know, that's one of the, that's pretty much like our our home park because we grew up around it and we've been going to it for for so long and the whole annual pass thing. So, yeah, we've got we've got our ideas or, or things that we tend to favor, and uh, we're gonna share it with you, the listener, today. So let's um let's get right into it. So. Our perfect day at Disneyland Resort slash, you know, Downtown Disney and California Adventure. So, uh, where would you start? Let's let's start at the beginning of the day. We get there, say, you know, when it opens. Um, where where would you go first, uh, Rissa? Where would you start? Um, so it all depends on which park is Magic Morning for me. Okay. And I would typically do whatever is opposite of the Magic Morning. Um, just from experience. Um, so say DCA is Magic Morning that morning. Um, I would go to Disneyland and rope drop Tomorrowland, basically. Mm. Um, go straight to um, Space Mountain. Hopefully it's open. Um, get a fast pass immediately and then get in line for standby. Because at that point, it's just like walk on. Um, so by the time I'm done, um, I have about like... 10 minutes or so um if it's timed right uh and then i can write it back to back basically ah nice how about you nelson what uh what would your perfect day where would you start out in the morning so if i were to be a perfect day it depends on the time of year for okay me. um having been there now i guess for a good two straight years of uh annual pass um i think my favorite time to go is probably early spring 
because mm. that is food and wine festival time. <laughs> right, right. That's my favorite. Well, second favorite. Yeah. So, um, I mean, also the sec, my second favorite is probably, uh, probably Halloween or and or Christmas. I'm, I'm having a hard time or? picking between the two. How oh, dare is it, you? <laughs> <laughs> is it a clear difference for you? <laughs> I mean, Christmas is my favorite time in Disneyland. So is it? Yeah, mm. just the the decorations, the food, um, the memories. I don't know. It's it's just it holds a special place in my heart. So, Rissa, for you, would you say your perfect day would fall in the Christmas season? I would I would think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the ideal because especially recently with with festival of holidays oh, um, yeah. they have a lot of selections um a lot of different food and and drinks and um a lot of theming all around the parks it, it's really cool how they they've integrated it in both parks now and downtown disney so it just gets you really in the christmas mood yeah it does it's I do love the festive, the festivities and all that, um, but you know, around this time, the Halloween season, they do already have haunted mansion overlay, the Christmas one. So that's true. You get a little bit of both, right? Yeah, but um, that's never kind of been... a special case, though, in that particular ride. Right. Yeah, that's true, because it's Nightmare Before Christmas, so it's like a Christmas slash Halloween thing. Yeah. The the thing about um. The difference between Christmas and Halloween for me is the fact that with Halloween season, they have um, exclusive where you have to pay extra. Um, with the this year, it's the Oogie Boogie Bash, and right. like in previous years, it's Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, where they close part of the park um, after hours. Uh, well, early actually, not really after hours uh, for people to. To participate in like trick-or-treating and have like special food and events and stuff it's one of their ways that they can get extra money um but with christmas time they don't really have that kind of closure um so oh it, they don't do the uh christmas party i don't over here? i don't remember I don't, them in doing disneyland it. i don't think they have the very merry christmas party I'm yeah not sure okay if they do. i know they have um they do have some reading and ca- candlelight readings Oh, kind of um, like processional? Yeah, but that's like on Main Street. Uh, but it, it's open to the public. Like anybody can, can go to that. So it's not like any closures or anything. So that's one of the things I do like about, about Christmas in Disneyland. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, at Disney World, they, they are doing a very Merry Christmas party one of the days that we're there. But we're not going to be at Magic Kingdom. So we don't have to worry about that. But, yeah. Um, so... Nelson, if it's if it's you know during your favorite time of the year, where would you start your day? So, I kind of would lean towards the same tactic as Rissa, where it would depend which park has the extra or the the uh, early it? magic early morning. morning magic yeah. yeah magic morning yeah. So, um, yeah, I would just go to the opposite park to start because despite it being the food and wine festival time. The booths don't open until I think eleven. All right, or yeah, ten thirty, something like something that. Something like that. Some some open at ten. Some are later. Right, but essentially not till like brunch time. Yeah. So have some time to burn it, or rather, you have some time to you know do some rides, 
um, maybe just I guess that's the primary <laughs> uh, that's that would be the primary thing I'd be doing before the all the food sampling just try and get in as many rides as possible and then once uh, you know the booths open up it's for me it's all about the food sampling and yeah um, I do I do love a good uh, food sampling from the booths those are those are always a treat yeah I mean definitely we look ahead of um, look ahead like they definitely announce what's gonna be served with you know the Disney Parks blog they typically release a foodie guide ahead of time which we uh, usually go over yeah we usually (laughs) go over that and um, yeah just skim over it see what really piques my interest and then just kind of pick out and you know I make my infamous lists of food uh, that I'd like to try and um, yeah for me my perfect day would be of course you know not as many people it's a pretty calm day and just you know nonchalantly just go to each uh, booth that uh, I'm I usually would try to go to at least three for the first go around and then later on in the day just you know sample some more as you know meals come uh meal times roll by and then at of course during at some point of the day i'll be just chilling at the beer garden that's <laughs> one of my f- absolute favorite <laughs> things to do is just once the beer garden opens up or i have a chance to go i'll walk over and grab you know double fist find a spot in the shade and uh, I mean, typically on a just a regular day, I, I I don't mind just grabbing a beer or two over at Sonoma Terrace and just people watch for a little bit. But, you know, with it's being the food and wine festival, there's a lot more people typically. And uh, and of course, even with company, usually. So it's a good time. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely a good time. So for me, uh, opening, I guess for opening up the perfect day for me, I, I would take it from a different perspective since I have a family now with a toddler. So I guess we would try to go to where my son really loves, like he loves the Tiki room. So I guess we would uh, just go there first. Um, I don't know, regardless of whether or not it's, um, the magic morning. So, well, if we're, if we're on the other side, like if we're in California adventure, we probably go to Carsland because that's one of the that's one of the spots that he loves. But then uh, my wife loves the the Radiator Springs Racers, so it would be uh, good to just like pick up a fast pass there first, and then also do the the stuff that my son loves. So I think I'd start there, uh, depending on you know the park. Uh, so yeah, uh, what would you move into next or so after doing your uh, your thing at Tomorrowland? I basically try to hit as many mountains as I can as early as possible. Um, okay. Just knowing how how crazy um, crowded they get. Uh, so on a normal like basis, it, that Matterhorn is not like it's running both tracks. Um, I would head there uh, just because it's the next closest mountain. Um, and my general strategy is just to like work smartly. Um, in terms of like an arc Um, so I'll either like cross over to like Frontierland and hit like over there or I'll just go straight to Matterhorn I I have the app open most of the time to to check wait times Um, 
the safest bet would be for um big thunder just because i don't know for whatever reason nobody heads over there uh they just bypass it and go straight to to galaxy's edge i guess um so that that usually has like a five minute wait for quite some time after after uh rope drops so it makes sense for you to just after going to space mountain you you have some time where you can get to the big thunder without worrying about too long of a line right yeah yeah so if if like matterhorn because they first for some reason they take a while to open up um so but on an ideal day it would be just go straight to matterhorn and then i'll come back for my fast pass at um space Space and then cross over to Frontierland. um but this is always all dependent on like the group of people that i'm with um if i'm like with all pass holders it's kind of chill uh, my perfect day is a little bit more chill. Um, I'm not all gung-ho um, to hit everything up. But when I have um, people that aren't in Disneyland um, too often, we try to optimize everything. Um, and we try not to do max pass if we can prevent it. But my favorite time of year being Christmas, uh, sometimes you, you got to do the max pass when you're with people that don't typically go to Disneyland. So um, I was in line at one point uh, during one of our trips for at City Hall to talk to the guest relations, and um, there were there were some girls in front of us. They were like, "How do we get the Max Pass?" And the uh, cast member there was was saying, "The first thing they always tell guests is that you don't need a Max Pass to get a Fast Pass because Fast Passes are free. They're always free, right?" Right. Um, and they were saying, "Oh, we know, but we just want the Max Pass." And they're like, "Are you sure?" Because it's, you know, $15. And they said, yeah. And so, you know, they got it for them. But it's like, you know, it's not really needed. No, Um, it's not necessary. But um, when the crowds get heavy, uh, there's like a happy medium of when you want to get it. uh, Because like if the crowds are just too crazy, there's really, really no point in getting a max pass. Because everything will be tapped out by like midday. Right. Um, But if like... It's kind of heavy, but you know that things will still last throughout the day. I think that's the perfect time to get a max pass, especially if you have people um, that don't go to Disneyland all the time and they want to optimize their time, especially when we go like only one or two days. Yeah, so like optimizing ride, like going on rides, right? Right, because you want to optimize your rides and also like if you have reservations and you want to eat stuff. Um, having a, that flexibility with a max pass of while you're in line for something, you could just pick up a, a fast pass without having a runner. It, it's helpful. So, I mean, I think they int- they mentioned something in an article about introducing a centralized fast pass distribution at Disneyland. Um, have you guys seen that uh, article at all? Yeah. Nelson, do you remember reading that, Orissa? Yeah, I saw it was, um, they were doing like a soft uh, trial in Tomorrowland, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really read the article all the way through, but I think they're doing it either this week or next week, something like that. Did you, did you see this at all, Nelson, about the centralized yeah. fast passes? Yeah, uh, I shared that article with yeah. you guys. <laughs> yeah, so um, what do you think about that? Uh, well, I mean, they're kind of... Uh Throws a wrench in our uh, usual uh, tactics, you know. <laughs> right, right. Because um, then the runner is uh, would I guess only have to do it once. I guess. 
I'm not. You, um, I don't know. How, like I, I, I I'm kind of similar. Where I just saw the article. I didn't actually read it really. <laughs> but, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 different in the sense that uh, I mean, if you could just actually just go to one location and just I guess book your fast passes there, that's uh, definitely a difference and i mean for one i'm okay with not getting the paper fast passes anymore i mean no one really uses them anyway it's just supposed it's just a printed reminder i mean right. once we get ours we typically just throw it away in all honesty <laughs> yeah that is what we do so it's kind of a waste anyway and it appears on your phone anyway if you if you use the the app so yeah the the paper little reminder doesn't really have much use anymore so the thing about this is it's a little weird because I was under the impression that sometimes you can actually go to um, guest relations booths throughout the park and still book fast passes through them. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if it's like special circumstances where like if you have somebody um, disabled within your party um, that you're able to do it. But I've seen people do it before. Yeah, I've seen that too where they're they go to the guest relation booth and they're able to get a fast pass. I'm like, wow, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. So I'm not sure if they have like some special pass or whatever to do it. Um, but I would assume that it's similar to that. Um, but it would be in like a central location. Uh, but I think the rules would still apply just like with max pass where you can only hold one at a time. Right. Um, so it doesn't really, I don't know. I, I, I would just think that it would crowd a certain land. Um, Unless because everybody's going to be at that same location, right? Yeah, unless they're going to gonna the put one in each land. Which ah. would be, if they do that, then that's already similar to something that they already do in Magic Kingdom. Right. Where they have kiosks to, um, you know, you could book your fast passes there. Um, those are particularly, per, uh, they're there for those who don't use the My Disney Experience app. Right. You could you know, walk up to a kiosk and it's a touch screen and you just, you know, book your fast passes there. Obviously you have, to, you can, you're booking them on the, the, the day of, yeah, it's not exactly. like those that you could do in, in, in advance. Like, you know, what we, you took, you typically can do if you're staying at a hotel, you could do it 60 days in advance versus uh, 30. If you're not, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. I still think it would, um, some people are not friends with technology, so I think it would actually slow things down um, instead of just like sticking your ticket into a, a stand and something popping out, which is pretty hard to mess up, but still people mess it up. Um, having people select on a touchscreen and accidentally hitting the wrong thing, I can see that happening a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah, they'll be like, I, I, I oh, I thought I picked the other happen. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you're going to have to have a cast member come over and it's just going to be a mess. And there's going to be growing pains with that system. So, I mean, do you think, do you see a, a try to like a push here to try to move to the app based, um, you know, just everybody book it on the Disneyland app rather than uh, using your, your ticket, going to a booth or something like that. Do you think they're trying to do that? What do you think? Ursa? what do you think here? Um, I feel like they're trying to go app-based, but there's always issues with apps, as we talked in our last episode of the Play Disney app. Right. Um, so I, I just, I don't know. Especially with Signal and 
it it just becomes a mess for for me. I I prefer the the traditional kiosk per ride. Um, it's more straightforward. It makes the lines move quicker. Uh, but if they're trying to find a way to save space to build something else there, then I'm totally for it. But I don't really see them doing that. How about you, Nelson? Do you, do you think they're trying to make a push to eventually uh, move to something like a FastPass Plus? Or, uh, you know, everything's on your app now? Or, you know, try to get the MaxPass used up more? Yeah, I definitely think they're pushing for a, an app-only um, option because I mean they've already recently just announced that um, the preferred method for ADRs now is through my Disney experience. Right. Because um, before um, the official answer for like in the FAQ um, for making advanced d- dining reservations, the best way to do it is to actually call. Right. Um, but uh, it was recently announced that um disney revised that that their preferred method for you to do it now is through the 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 app slash website so with that being there like it's definitely seeming like they're trying to push everything to be in at least for in disney world right now they're pushing it to be more and more app based so and that's not and do you see that it won't um, be a surprise if it that's also kind of being translated to over here as well in california Ah, yes, yes. I agree. So, yeah, um other than that, you know, slight monkey wrench that might be thrown into our plans, uh what would you do, Nelson, after, you know, drinking and eating at your uh <laughs> preferred location here? So, I mean, for me, it's uh I don't really have any set plan of what rides to hit. I mean, mm-hmm. I definitely do have my favorite rides, like in California Adventure, uh, Tower of T- uh, Guardian <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. I still call it Tower because it's just, it's just it rolls off the tongue easier. But uh, Guardians is definitely like that, and Radiator Springs are my two favorite rides over at California Adventure. So if I have a chance, uh, I'll definitely try and hit them up. It just really depends on the wait times. Right. And then over at Disneyland, it's Space Mountain. Uh, all all the mountains really besides Splash Mountain, I, those are my favorite over there. Uh, nice. Yeah, I mean, as long as there's just uh, minimal wait times, then that's that's a pretty ideal day for me. Again, I don't really have a set like I have to hit these rides. It's just more of like a, you know, if they're if they're reasonable to hit, then yeah, I'll definitely try for it. I mean, it that that's definitely comes with the mindset because I'm an uh, annual pass holder, <laughs> right? So right. I mean, obviously, it's just like if I don't hit it now, then I'll just do it next time, <laughs> type of thing. It's just sure. not I'm not worried about it. And um, if it turns out to be a pretty heavy day with crowds and whatnot, then I'll I may even just try and head uh head over and see what downtown Disney's like. Ballast Point's still my favorite place to hit, and it being almost a year old now, it's actually calmed down quite a bit. When uh, I went with my sister and Trebo last on our like extra day over during our Labor Day trip, right? Um, yeah, we were pretty much walk-ins. 
Oh, nice. There was no wait. We were just like, well, if we wanted a table, we had to wait. But the bar was, since it was just three of us, could just walk in. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. No more three-hour wait for us, or for you. Uh, well, at the time, yeah, it was, I don't, I, even if we wanted a table, I think it was only like 20 to 30 minute wait. So it wasn't even that bad. Very reasonable. So, yeah, that's, uh, it's pretty much uh, what you would, uh, would you be doing? Yeah. Eating I mean, and, uh, uh, writing. Yeah. <laughs> for, so for the, that particular time of year during the food and wine festival, obviously the main ticket or the main reason why I'm there is for the food yeah definitely, and definitely. similarly for halloween and christmas times i actually also really enjoy all the food special food offerings that uh, are available a lot of them are limited time slash you know seasonal so it's definitely something i try to hit because you know they're only there for a limited time yeah exactly um, but so uh, yeah so let let's talk about uh snacks on our perfect day um rissa what kind of snacks would you like want to try or or try to get when you're on your perfect day here oh man so you guys know about my trinity right yes we do yeah yeah um haven't actually done it in a very long time because typically we've been going during like disneyland has been doing special food offerings every single time we've gone Um, so it's thrown a wrench into my typical flow. Um, but for any of our new listeners that don't really know, uh, what my Trinity is, um, I like to get a churro, whether it's a special event churro or not. Um, I like to get a Dole Whip, whether it's the, one of the fancy smancy ones at a tropical hideaway or just a, a a traditional Dole Whip. Um, and I like to get the pickles, um, just the regular dill pickle. There's something about Disneyland pickles that are, uh, they're, they're really refreshing. So anytime I feel a headache coming on, I just like start chewing on a pickle and it, it goes away. Yeah. And that, and that has roots way back, right? It's going way back, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, especially the pickle. Um, it was, uh, growing up, our dad just really loved to eat Disneyland pickles and I'm like, oh, can I have a bite? And I would end up eating his like almost the whole thing. Yeah, so they would start just buying you a pickle for yourself, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they have like new flavors. Uh, like they have an extra sour one and um, a spicy one. But I like just the regular dill pickle. Nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, from our recent trips, I, I can recall you getting churros and at least a form of Dole Whip, but I haven't seen you gotten a pickle lately. It's been a while. Yeah. So you're getting like two thirds of the Trinity. Then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what about you, Nelson? On a on a perfect day, that's not you know like the specialty treats and what. What would you try to get for a snack? Like what's a what's something that you really want to get? Ooh, as a snack? gray stuff is always on my list. Nice, from uh, Red Rose Tavern, right? Yes, yeah, from Red Rose Tavern. So that's definitely like my staple favorite treat in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be because of my bias towards uh, Beauty and the Beast, but for one thing, it's it's essentially a cookies and cream like mousse. mousse. Yeah, and under yeah, it definitely. is a red velvet cake, 
like bass. So I'm right. just like, this is like heaven. <laughs> 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 it's just a perfect match for me. So I, I and it being offered at Red Rose Tavern, yeah, it's just it's 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 a great combo. So what about Charlie Holiday? I, I was well, about to mention that. Well, that's definitely that's my right? that's my favorite <laughs> like place to get sweets in Disneyland. But the thing is, they typically have a rotating. Uh, menu that's true there's there's nothing well there is some things that are definitely there like all the time like the the matterhorn macron or macaroon rather um and even the standard mickey uh macron so there definitely have those um staple items there but i typically when i go to jolly holiday i'll look at what the specialty items are uh being offered so like as of right now they have they still have like the arendelle aqua macron there oh yeah um obviously they have the halloween stuff and um yeah so i mean they had i I do think jolly holiday is definitely still my favorite place to get treats in disneyland it's just there's not one set thing there that i have to get cool and then over at DCA, I don't know. I kind of just lean towards the beer because that's the <laughs> <laughs> you can all, that's like the one unique thing you can get at DCA versus Disneyland. So there's there's a lot of options for beer there. Well, there's not a whole lot. Definitely during the obviously during the Food and Wine Festival, but during a regular time of the the year, uh, the, the the selection isn't that huge. But just the it's a good chance just to wind down with a beer, you know. So which spot would you go to? Bayside, Hollywood, or Sonoma? Sonoma. Yeah. That's my go-to spot. Nice. I don't know. It's just kind of like in the middle of everything. So that's where I like to to, to people watch. And, and they do have, um, most of the time they have some seating there that you can sit there and people watch. Yeah. In the shade. Yeah. Ideally. Because so over at uh, Paradise, or even at Bayside, it's off to the side. But they right. have mobile order. They do. Bayside does have mobile, so that's that's a nice um, uh, feature they do have. Yeah, the danger of uh, Bayside brews and um, uh, when it is Beer Garden is they have that sunglass hut there. So. Oh <laughs> wow! Yeah, that's. <laughs> That's where I got my last two, so. Very tempting to get your. Uh, yeah, you got your limited edition ones there. Yeah. Yeah, danger, <laughs> danger. Yeah, so for me, I guess for me on a, perfect, uh, on a one of the go-to snacks that I get is a Mickey beignet and a mint julep from the mint mm, julep bar. Yeah, you always you typically do. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I do share it with my family though because they they like to eat that stuff especially my son he loves that one. <laughs> yeah, you just get the typically you just get the the standard one. Standard one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you guys you gotta learn how to do my technique. <laughs> oh yeah, stick to your butt out. <laughs> <laughs> There's a technique to eating those. Yes. Do you want to uh, describe it for the listeners? I believe I have before, but sure. Um, oh right, yeah, yeah. You basically, have. you you like stick the macron uh the beignet out in front of you um and you lean over you got to get your butt out so you're like basically at a slant so any of the sugar that falls just falls to the ground and not on you 
Yeah. And that make sure you, you don't breathe when you're eating. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or ex- <laughs> inhale or exhale because you're just going to spread it. Well, yeah. My technique over. only works when you're like still. Um, that too. Because when I tried it when I was walking, it just blew right at me. So. Yeah. Then you you have to like tilt to the side, so it like blows at whoever's behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, that's um, those are our our treats, right? They're our typical treats for a perfect day. Um, so, do you guys have any particular uh, quick service spots that you would want to hit up anywhere in either parks or even downtown Disney? Mm. What do you think, uh, Nelson? Hmm. Quick service. I mean, even for me, even like despite like me wanting to get a gray stuff every time, like Red Rose doesn't have the best food options. Mm. I feel. Um. Hmm. I got mine. You got yours. Yeah. What What would you What would you do, Rissa? My default is always Hungry Bear. Ah, <laughs> that's right. Yes, yeah. yes. Um what what do you uh what do you like about Hungry Bear that makes it your default? Uh honestly, their bathrooms. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um they have mobile order. They have a lot of seating. Um it's they added a lot more shady areas too. So, uh even on a on a hot day, you don't really find yourself um too hot. Uh you can people watch really well too. Um, and you can see like the rivers of America really well. Um, and their food is pretty good too. They have a lot of selections there. I mean, I typically always default to just a a cheeseburger, but, um, they have healthy options and they have like a lot of different, different choices there. So, um, yeah, I like hungry bear. Yeah. It's a solid choice. I just noticed that also that they they added like the gluten free buns too, yeah. So you know they, like you mentioned, the healthy options. Yeah, I was against Hungry Bear for a bit when they um, changed all of their buns to wheat. Oh. And then they changed their <laughs> fries to something else, uh, and Sweet they didn't potato. have like they didn't have like other options. And I was like, why would you do this to me? So, it's nice that they they maintain. Oh, they brought back their original stuff and have the options now. Yeah, I I do like that place too. Yeah. So Nelson, did you were you able to come up with a a quick service that you that you really like? Mm, not really. No, it's just whatever whatever's in the area or that you feel like eating. Yeah, I guess it's yeah just based off of whatever I really feel like. Mm. Um. I do like the options that they offer at uh, Dockside. No, Dockside. Uh, Docking Bay. Oh, Docking Bay Seven. Yeah. 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 That's a a unique quick service. Yeah, it's kind of pr- kind of far off to the side though, or at the end of the park. But uh, right, right. It's kind of pricey. I, I kind of also find my yeah, that's true. But I kind of also find myself eating at Bengal a bunch too. That's also pricey. They're also pricey. Expensive yep. taste here. <laughs> but it, well, it's good <laughs> it is good like it's tempting every time you walk by it and it's nice that you they smell it it's right. nice say that they have rice plates now yeah that's the, a good thing too the one thing of like my one annoying 
or thing I find annoying at Bengals, the, the limited seating. Right. At least there's more now. Right, right. I liked how they opened up, you know, what used to be shop. That nobody know, went in into. Exactly. It used to be just like, you know, the cart with the with those uh, refreshments and stuff. And then they changed it to seating. So I like that. More seating. No, I think that, that part of the store was um, just Indiana Jones stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They had, yeah, they had the Indiana Jones and, like, people weren't really buying that, a yeah. lot of it. It was, like, Indiana Jones and then Hurley or whatever sponsor they have there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hurley and Roxy for the girls. Right. So, then they just condensed the other store, so that was good. Well, I mean... Uh, Tropical Hideaway does also provide more seating, too, if you can't find anything in that area, right? So Depends on the time of day, though, because there's a lot of people there often, even in the non-shaded areas. It is a choke point, though. There, that, that place yeah, is hard Frontier, to walk through. Uh, Adventureland is always really, really busy. I th- yeah. It, go ahead, Rissa. I think it's the treehouse just gets in the way right yeah like it splits <laughs> it like splits the the pathway and then it, it like gets really narrow like over the bridge and then also on the right side by by pirates mm-hmm. um uh, but it, it's gotten better ever since they they took out that center area where they they put all the strollers and they moved the strollers um next to jungle cruise so it's like it's gotten better but yeah i think tarzan's treehouse gets in the way do you remember? Uh, I was watching. I was actually watching um, some of our old home movies where, when they first opened that thing, and um, we went up and it was it was so busy, and now you hardly see anybody going in that thing. <laughs> no, I, I I still see kids going up there. Yeah, it's 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 always the kids, but like before, it's everybody. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's so crowded. It's always crowded though. Adventureland is. I For, so. Yeah, I also it. think like um, they need to fix the way that they have fast pass for Indiana Jones because that's also a choke point. Oh yeah, because everybody tries to see where the end of the fast pass line is, especially since that thing always breaks. Oh yeah. Um, they they need to loop it better because it goes straight up the bridge, but it like goes right into the pathway when it it gets backed up. Crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, I think I find myself going to Flo's V8 Cafe a lot uh, for yeah. quick well, service. Well, it's in Cars Land. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's in Cars Land. Um, it's a- AC, I, I, too. Yeah, I like that. I mean, sometimes you have to walk around to find some place to sit, uh, especially when it gets really crowded. But um, when you get to sit inside, it's AC and, you know, you can people watch from there because there's always a lot of people outside. Uh, but yeah, I find myself going there a lot for quick service. I've never found, uh, I've never had a hard time finding a seat there actually. Like if you, oh, yeah? you immediately go to the right after you yeah. pick up your food, there's always right. seats there. I don't know why. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. That's pretty good for you then. <laughs> yeah. There are bathrooms there, so it's good. There are exactly. Uh, so yeah, so that was quick service. Um, so if you guys were to make uh, a reservation for for dining or something like that, uh, what would be something that you would go to on your perfect day? Uh, oh, I know Riss's answer. 
Everybody yeah. knows my answer. <laughs> we, we all know that one. Um, yeah, Rissa, go ahead, since everybody knows what it is. Carthay Circle. Yes. So um, what is it about Carthay Circle that you re- really enjoy the most that you'd pick it, like, 10 times out of 10? The food. Oh, my gosh, the food. Um it's always on a rotating seasonal menu, um, so everything's always fresh, uh, and it goes with whatever season it is. Um, and whether it's lunch or dinner, uh, their food is always on point. So, especially and those, those biscuits. Biscuits. Mm, those biscuits. <laughs> um, I mean, their drinks are standard fare, though, for for like a, a bar, um, especially since they try to map uh mimic the old old time style so i just go with a like a classic mojito right i i do like their mojitos there they're strong yeah it's good so um do you do you get that feeling that it's like farm to table the way that it they present it the way that they they make it do you get that kind of vibe the the food no i don't um i i think it's more like a classy because um, when when you think farm to table, it's uh, a little bit more casual, um, mm. just because of the scene of of um, the building and how how they're trying to present themselves, like the old um, Hollywood. Um, right. I mean, I guess their fare would be considered like farm to table, just because it's fresh. But um, it, it's more of like a classy kind of establishment um, where it they. I don't know. Their their portions are are standard, I guess, but not like American standard where they're like humongous. It's more high dining, but not intimidating. So like a uh, glitz and glam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hollywood style. Right. But it's definitely nice. not dated. Okay. Okay. Their presentation is is modern, but yeah, they they try to mimic that kind of feel. I, I think they do achieve it with their decor and their ambiance. I I like it. Uh, we went into the Hollywood room, mm-hmm. um, and it's really brown. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, the walls they're so brown. Their soundtrack is also on point. The jazz. The the yeah, but if you notice, it's like jazz Disney music. So right. Oh, love that. Yeah, loungy kind of jazz. Uh, Nelson, you've eaten there a couple times, right? Oh yeah, definitely. So what uh, what did you think about Carthay uh, when you go there? Um, I have to order the biscuits. <laughs> no matter what, I have to have my own order. Actually, despite um, <laughs> uh, being with a group of people, I will request like, could I get my own basket, please? My no touchy. <laughs> <laughs> It's a must, right? You, you have oh, to get yeah. Them, right? If I were to eat at Carthay, yeah, I definitely have to get those. Nice, so. nice. So, uh, do you guys ever, do you guys ever do the the dining packages that include, you know, maybe the World of Color one, or, um, you know, Paint the Night? Or, well, when when they had it, Paint the Night, or even the Frozen uh, stage show one. Have you ever guys ever done that, like a prefix one? Uh, I've done the World of Color one before. Um, yeah. I think I did it when I took dad and and it was like our last hurrah for the first time that we we were uh with annual passes. Oh yeah. Um yeah, we did the 
world of color dining package at dinner because basically we were already going to eat those entrees that were in the selection so we're like ah. we might as well it's only like twenty dollars more or whatever and we get like three courses so right yeah I, I did one i actually made a video on it um whoever's interested want to see it where you you sit also um we've got a video up on youtube um but yeah carthay circle love the love that they offer that uh, the ability to do a prefix um so nelson have you have you done one like that with from uh carthay circle um not from carthay i know uh carthay circle but um i have done a prefix at over at wine country tutorial i did that with you actually oh right yeah that was um, for the paint the night parade that was a paint the night yeah um but i typically don't do those um those uh dinner packages just because i i can't remember the last time i stayed for a night show oh, right, <laughs> or at least right, to, right. to actually watch a night show so i don't know that uh it, it it really depends on who I'm with. If they are interested on in seeing, you know, one of those, then I guess that might that's definitely a viable option. But I haven't, I don't recall ever taking advantage of that before. All right, cool. So, how about you for your for your perfect day? What would be a dining reservation that you would have to make, or you would make, um, either Disneyland, Disney, uh, California Adventure, or Downtown Disney? Well, if it were California Adventure, I think <laughs> Carthay Circle is definitely the only restaurant there that I would really make a reservation at. Oh, well, mm. Lamplight's Lamp also good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I was thinking that. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, though, between those two and over at uh, Disneyland, honestly, I think I'd only make an ADR over or a yeah, reservation over at uh, Blue Bayou. Hmm. So uh, what do you like best about Blue Bayou? I know you guys also did a video there for the review. Uh, what, do you, what do you like best? Uh, well, for one, I, I do like Cajun food or mm. Cajun flavors. So their gumbo, jambalaya, they're, they're really good there. And even, or their, I think one of their signature dishes there is the, their lamb chop or rack of lamb. Mm-hmm. And um, my sister was brave enough to try it, even though she doesn't really like lamb, when I took her there recently, and she loved it. So, for those who don't like lamb, you should still try the lamb offered at Blue Bayou, because it is phenomenal. So it comes with recommendation. Yes. There we go. Very high recommendation. What about you, Rissa? I know you, I know you like that place, too. Uh, what, do you, what do you like about Blue Bayou? Well, I'm not the biggest fan of Cajun food, um, mm -hmm. but I do love their their bread and their um, the lamb. The lamb, yeah. Yeah, that's that's typically what I order there. Yeah, that's right. The rosemary bread's really good. Yeah, yeah, I can get really full on that. Nice, nice. And it's complimentary too, so you could just keep asking for more. <laughs> yeah, their butter's good too. It's dangerous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I get that kind of vibe too. Nice, nice. Yeah, but really, Blue Bayou is more about the ambiance, in my opinion, than than the food. Um, for Lamplight Lounge, it really depends on like the time of day because now their lunch is like super late. 
Right.、Um, I noticed that because of when we tried to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, how is noon brunch? But yeah. For, for me, I would do a reservation for Lamplight mainly if I wanted drinks because their, their drinks are super creative、um, and they're good. I, I really like the touch of, you know, when they, when they do the, the CO2 that's coming through or the night, whatever, the bubbling. Yeah,、oh, the dry ice. Well, they have the bubbling drinks. Yeah, yeah. the dry ice. It's a,、uh, I like that. It's inventive. Yeah. And for those who don't know, th- there's a secret menu, which is essentially the original menu from Cove Bar. From Cove Bar. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there were menu,、uh, menu items from Cove Bar that they took off, and then also the secret menu items that. Were never on there.、Um, they're mainly just like different Long Islands.、Um, <laughs> yeah, they're super creative Long Islands. So they're dangerous, but they're good. Gotta, gotta love a good Long Island, right? Oh, yeah. Nice, nice. So,、uh, are, there any, are there any shows that either of you would、um, want to try to see on your perfect day? Just, you know, nighttime show or daytime show, anything? That has to do with show, or you know,、uh, how about you, Nelson? Anything you would like to see or watch?、Uh, performance wise, not really, personally. Okay. I'd rather just go to Disneyland for the food and rides. How about you, Rissa? Anything that you want to see? World of Color. World of Color? Yeah, I, I also like the, like the classic World of Color. There's always that. Oh, the original. Yeah, there's always that one part.、Um, When So Close starts to play right after、um, Simba's dad dies. Oh, yeah. And then、oh. So Close plays, and you're just like, oh, my heart. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it like sinks, right?、Mm-hmm. It's like dropping feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I know some, some of my friends from college, they say that every time that, that that one section of World of Color plays, they start to cry. So it's definitely a really good montage, and they, they've perfected that portion. But. Um, I think that they changed a little bit too much recently, and there's a lot of、um, like the pirates part is mainly f- like、right. fire. I'm like, man,、yeah. why is it so hot? <laughs> It's so hot, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fire, yeah. And I'm like, this is a pirates movie, like, there should be more water. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you do kind of get wet, yeah. That's another thing about、uh, World of Color. Well, depends on where you're, you're like standing. And if it's a windy day. Yeah, yeah. That too, yeah. Yeah. Like, there was one time we were right <laughs> on the pier, like on the wood. And then I was like, why am I soaked right now? Is it raining? <laughs> They say, be careful, you're going to get wet. Yeah. Right. And I, I didn't trust it until I was like right there. And then I did get wet and I was like, wow. Yeah. It felt like rain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I love that show.、Um, I don't like the Christmas show, though.、Uh, bit too much Olaf. Ah, okay. I did like it when they had Neil Patrick Harris, though. That was a good one.、So. That's always a good one, yeah.、Mm-hmm. It's always a good one. So I think for me, I'd like to, I'd like to see the fireworks.、Um, I guess because my son likes the fireworks.、Uh, so it's like maybe. From a good vantage point where you can see the projections as well as the fireworks.、Mm-hmm. Uh, so, for you know, the listeners that don't know, they do have an overflow section if you can't get on Main Street like, or you don't want to be packed on Main Street. 
uh, if you go over by a small world they have a viewing area over there where you can they project onto the small world itself they do the projections and you you can see the fireworks but you don't really see the stuff on that happens on main street right but i mean it works right it works it's a good alternative especially around christmas time um because they do still have the snow coming down that's true they they shoot it from those towers yeah the small world towers i guess my for my night show in disneyland i would say phantasmic Um, oh yeah phantasmic but because of the way that they changed their viewing area it it like lost its appeal for me so really yeah because like before you could camp out and then you can actually sit down and see everything um but they've changed it to like standing room so it's just you know you always get those people that push their way past you even though you've been waiting there for so long and then all of a sudden you can't see anymore so did you see they also have like fast passes now for phantasmic yeah i've done it and it's not worth it you're packed into one small section okay so that's a good tip yep (laughs) i would suggest to do the dining package if you really want a a good uh viewing area because they do have affordable dining packages over at hungry bear Oh, right. They do. I Yeah, it's just like, that's a better option than like a full dining package or something like that. Right. Cool. So um, anything else that you guys would do on your perfect day, maybe downtown Disney or, you know, because since we didn't give it as much love, you know, we talked about Ballast Point. Uh, anything you'd hit up over there? How about you, Nelson? Would you hit up anything? Uh, downtown Disney's more of just like, hmm. I think I'm done with the parks. Let's see what I could do in downtown Disney. Or if there's something I need to buy, then I'll check out Wad. Mm-hmm. But um, nah, downtown Disney's more of a afterthought for me. Okay. How about you, Rissa? Would you would you try to do something in uh, downtown Disney for your perfect day? Um, I always hit up uh, Wonderground. Wonderground. Yeah. Yeah, that's the art gallery, right? Mm-hmm. I think uh, I have a problem. <laughs> I, really? I have way too much um, Disney art and not enough wall space. So That does seem like a problem. Yeah. You're going to have to pack the, the frames in like they do at the, the secret room at the, the office in the lamplight, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically cover every single piece of, of wall that I have. Yeah. <laughs> the frames are pretty much like touching. Uh-huh, touching. Uh-huh. Corner to yeah. corner. Yeah. Who needs wall paint? <laughs> Don't need it if you have a lo- bunch of holes in your wall, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so for me, I guess one thing that I would try to do is maybe go into Pop-Up Disney while it's still around. Because uh, I haven't gone in there yet, surprisingly. You'd pay for that? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen some people's pictures in there and it kind of looks interesting, the exhibits that are in there. But, well, I, I think mean, it's it's... Isn't it done now? I don't I know. They, I thought they tore it down. Oh, well, if that's the case, then scrap that. <laughs> <laughs> we did do Splitsville. If, if they haven't, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe, I mean, I'd probably go to the Lego store just because, you know, my son likes to play the Legos. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, there's not really much I'd, I'd do. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it, you know. Um, uh, I know we, I didn't mention the hotels, but would you guys go for a nightcap at a bar, particularly the, 
Trader Sam's. Would you guys do that? Yeah. It's just dependent yeah. on like how busy it is. Oh yeah, that place does it's, get busy. It's always hard to find a seat, even after they expanded. So on the perfect day, if if it wasn't as crowded, what would you guys you know try to get at the at Trader Sam's? Nelson, what do you what would you do or drink? Um, you know the only one I really remember there's the Aoa. <laughs> Aoa. <laughs> I, I do remember, remember that. <laughs> yeah. I remember my sister tried to get one. Well, this was over at the grotto over at the poly, but mm-hmm. um, they had this pearl. I forget what it was called, though. But, yeah. I don't yeah. know. There's definitely a, other specialty drinks that I, I mean, I definitely want to try everything if mm-hmm. I get the chance. But, yeah, I mean, it's hard to find a spot there whenever I go. How about you, Rissa? If you if you were to get a spot or get in or whatever at um, Trader Sam's, what would you uh, what would you drink? I feel like it's a mai tai that I typically get. Typically get. I just don't remember the name of it. Oh, it's mm. a hippopotamus mai tai. That's what it is. Oh yeah, they do give these pretty inventive names for their drinks. Yeah, and then <laughs> I I did try the tiki 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 tiki. How many tikis are there? Tiki, 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 tiki rum. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. yes. Nice. Yeah, I've had that. Um, but it's always fun, like, when when you're, like, sitting inside and you and somebody orders something like um, the Krakatoa Punch. Oh, yeah. Or um, <laughs> the uh, Shipwreck. Yeah. So. They ring the bell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those are always fun. I, yeah, I do like... I do like that feeling. I mean, the it's a tiki bar, and and you know it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, I guess that would I guess that would wrap up our our perfect day, right? Mhm. Yeah. Cool. I think so. Cool. So uh, yeah, uh, you guys want to say anything to our listeners? Um, Nelson, you want to say anything to our listeners to close? Yeah, thanks guys for joining us this week. Uh, I know we were just talking about our favorite things to do, but you know, who doesn't have a, f- a perfect day in the parks, right? So um, let us know what you think. And um, yeah, maybe even just let us know what your favorite or even perfect day in the parks are. Let us know. All right, and Rissa? Yeah, uh, thanks for tuning in. And I hope you guys enjoyed listening to our perfect day. Like Nelson said, Um, Make sure to let us know what your perfect day is like um, because we always like to hear from you guys. So, yeah, I'd also like to thank you guys for tuning in. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a rating and review. And like they said, let us know. Um, If you go to our website, DisneyTimePodcast.com, we have a contact us section. Uh, You can email us there so you can let us know what you think. What do you think? What's your perfect day? So... On behalf of the other two, I'd like to say keep your watches synced to Disney time. See ya. Bye. Later. Disney.